Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you find something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Alex. Hello, Alex. Thank you for welcoming me back into the book club. Today, I've brought in a rather extraordinary collection called After Australia. Now, I think there are a lot of ways you can approach a short story collection, and After Australia absolutely hits all of these. Perhaps you're looking for a way to discover new Australian writing and writers. Well, After Australia has a selection of 12 incredible Indigenous writers and writers of colour, including Amberlynn Kwaimalana, Karen Wilde, Omar Saker, Future D. Fidel and Zoya Patel. Maybe you like reading a story in a single sitting. After Australia is like a Moorish pack of mixed lollies that you promise yourself you're only going to have one of, but end up finishing way more than intended, with plenty of literary energy, but no extra calories. <laughs> Or maybe you love writing around a theme that lets you explore ideas from different perspectives. Well, After Australia promises to imagine an alternative Australia. After Empire, After Colony, and After White Supremacy. See, After Australia is the book we've needed but perhaps didn't know it. As we all try to come to grips with the impact of pandemic on our lives, it is unavoidable that the structural imbalances in our society are tipping further against marginalised communities. After Australia seeks futures where these balances are challenged, inverted, or perhaps simply upended as environmental destruction flips the game board. Now, in a collection like this, there's simply so much to talk about. I'm going to hone in on one story to give you all an idea of what After Australia has to offer. Claire G. Coleman's Ostraka takes us into the searing heat of an isolated remote compound. An individual waits against the chain link fence in a seeming prison of inertia. Around the compound are others, pale skin turning a vivid, painful scarlet in the unforgiving heat. It is Australia's near future, and the government has enacted the Ostraka law. Harkening back to classical Athenian democracy, the ostracismos gives the body politic the power to ostracise citizens. But who is to be ostracised, and why? In Ostraka, Claire does so much in a very short space. The pain and remoteness of ostracism is immediately apparent in the harsh environment, as is the purgatory of uncertainty as the lawyers line up periodically to give their clients next to no news. Ostraka complicates this narrative, though, as it shows us the Ostraka laws were seemingly built around the established precedent of offshore offshore detention, and individuals are buried under mountains of go-nowhere paperwork. The callous inhumanity of the existing system of offshore and endless detention is highlighted simply by applying it to everyday people. And, and here, by everyday, let's just understand that we mean white and middle class. So do we hate the increasingly authoritarian government that through mission creep might one day enact such laws? Or do we hate ourselves for being willfully blind as it happened to others, only to sit up when it happens to us? Maybe we should thank Clergy Coleman for showing us his vision so that we might do something about it before it's too late. So that's just a sampling. After Australia is a mighty collection of 12 incredible Indigenous writers and writers of colour. It's been edited by Michael Muhammad Ahmed, who's the founding director of Sweatshop Western Sydney Writers Collective. He was a finalist in the 2019 uh, Miles Franklin Award for his book, The Lebs. Um, After Australia is a book that is able to look at our historical moments square in the eye, and it has a lot to say about Australia today, I would say it is absolutely essential. Thanks again, Alex, and I will have uh, a new fantastic book for you in the book club next week. Bye now.